0: Ready, and racing! Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au
1: Yes, welcome to the Dogcast brought to us by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards, joined by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. How are you, Sean? Good, thanks, Tim. Yeah, great to be here uh, on this, well, it's a wonderful Wednesday.
0: Beautiful weather and uh, hopefully... The weather's going to be fantastic through our summer carnival, which is really heating up at the moment.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. September, October, two of the biggest months for Greyhound Racing in South Australia. There's so much to look forward to. We've got a big night coming up tomorrow night, Thursday night, with the Oaks and Derby finals. We're going to uh, have a good look at those previews of those two big races. We're going to look back at the uh, results of last week's heats, of course. It's been a big couple of months. We're also going to check back in on the uh, the result of the State National Sprint Championship back in August. It's been a while since we've been on air again, Sean. So there's lots to come up on the Dogcast. Our interview this week's going to be with Gavin Harris. It's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Week in Review is brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our GAP SA greyhounds in the GAP prison programs. They're based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about them, check the website out, freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. Sean, it's been a huge month of racing and we have got some fantastic racing still to come. Before we jump into the heats of last week's Oats Oaks and Derby, let's go back and check out the result in August. We had the State National Sprint Championship at Murray Bridge. Um, Rushes, the eventual winner, yep. defeating uh, still the prize and maximum refusal. Great to see Rushes get another win on the board. I had to go back and check the video because it's been a while since we've <laughs> yep, talked, yep. but um, obviously I called that night. Daniels Charlie, he was the favourite. He was a tad unlucky. He was just going to get across there in the first 50 metres and he copped a little check and rushes. Well, he lobbed second and once he lobbed second, he was he was going to win.
0: Yeah, it, it really opened up for rushes, didn't it, early with that mm. little bit of interference, um, as you mentioned to Daniels Charlie. Uh, rushes, when he landed so close and then pushed forward to find the front, uh, 29.78, he was able to race away with. Loves the 5.30 metres at uh, at Murray Bridge because we know Tim mm. won the Shane McQueen there. That's right. Um, mm. So for the Rasmussens and, and their feature race wins continued because uh, obviously taking out the, the SA Sprint Championship there. Still the prize, Tim. Grade 6 dog who runs mm. around in blinkers. I've mentioned it before on the show and and on radio. He's a really interesting dog. He, he ran a huge race to get into second. Um, Subsequently, he's been a little bit disappointing along the way. He just tends to find trouble, um, um, unfortunately. And maximum refusal for Dave Peckham coming third. Great achievement. We know Dave does a lot of kilometres from Mount Gamby up to Murray Bridge. And uh, when he's got a good dog, he's not not, uh, afraid to travel with them. So great that uh, he was able to run third there. But rushes. Stamped himself, Tim, I think, as the uh, the best sprinter in the state um, with that win, I think, um, back yeah. in August.
1: Yeah, certainly was uh, for Lisa Rasmussen. It was a, a high-quality field. You had Gary's Miracle, Rhyme Nor Reason, fantastic shill. Mm. It was a super race. So that was back in August. We thought we'd just touch base on what happened there. So Rush's was the eventual winner, running that time of 29.78. Well, since then, Angle Park's reopened. It looks fabulous out there at the new circuit. Sean, we got some great racing to come over the coming weeks. Um, we look back on last week's uh, heats of the Derby and the Oaks. Let's start off with the, uh, the Coffex Coffee SA Oaks. Now, the first heat was won by She's a Hotshot, who was uh, trained by Troy Murray, ran 30 and 99, defeating Spring Agatha. Uh, Spring Valmaddy ran third and, and Mally Dreamer, I, I thought she did enough too. She ran fourth. What did you take of the race? Yeah,
0: well, I, I mean, she's a hot shot for Troy Murray. Showed what she had been showing with her high speed in previous racing and was able to um, find the front. Mm. And from there was always going to be hard to beat. As you said, mentioned, 3099. Springer Gartha, we, she ran a very fast time a couple of runs prior at Gawler. Mm. Um, then found a little bit of trouble and and was back in the field. But once she got motoring the last half of the race, she was very impressive for Greg mm. Board. She was. Um, so I think... She, um, With natural improvement, she'll be a big player in the final. And Springvale Maddie was a good run, a good solid run. And I think that's what you get from her. Uh, in the first heat, but I think the the first two are the main ones. Not surprisingly, um, she's a hot shot, has that high speed, which is going to put her in good stead mm. in the final. And Springer Gartha, with any sort of luck, showed what she can do in the run home.
1: Yeah, I'm not totally ruling out Mally Dreamer either. I went back and watched the replay. She didn't have the best of luck in a couple of occasions during the back straight, so she may be an improver as well for for the Rasmussen kennel. So, um, yeah, that was heat number one, 30 and 99. She's a hot shot, leading throughout there for Troy Murray. Uh, heat number two was won by Zipping Decoy for Ed Burrett. Uh, ran 30 and 98, defeating Zinfandel Nikki, who, boy, probably a tragedy beaten, really. Mm. It, it found a lot of bother from box number one. Born to Rule ran third, and Don't Tell Lies ran fourth. So, as you can tell, the time they're 30 and 98, very similar to the first time. I, I actually probably felt that Zinfandel Nikki probably should have won uh, heat number two, but I probably felt heat one was probably a shade stronger, Sean. Yeah, I've got that feeling.
0: Um they're an even bunch of of, of bitches effect, mm. uh, for this yeah. series. So not surprising. They were around a similar time. Uh, Zipping Decoy did a fantastic job first up for Ed Burrett to, uh, to get the win. Had good form coming from New South Wales. Mm. Uh, it was a good win for Ed. Zinfil Nikki, very, very unlucky. Box One, probably when we talked to Gavin Harris about her her... Preferred boxes, and I'm mm. sure box one is not her hers. I think that was her first start out of box one. She looked a little bit lost early. She did found herself mm. back to last. She needs luck in her racing all the time, really. Mm. Um, so if she gets luck, she can produce anything. She's got probably the most ability uh, through the series, but yeah, found a bit of trouble. Uh, flashed home to run second, and her all third. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think the first heat was a little bit stronger, even though the times were very very similar. Uh, just on on the series and when we touch on the Derby, um, we normally get a lot of interstate mm. um, uh, people who cross the border, the Jeff Britton, That's right, and, we have in the past. Mm. In the past. And they really add that terrific flavour to these series. Uh, but with the COVID regulations, it's really hard to get interstate trainers to South Australia, particularly from Victoria, who are mm. in lockdown, as we know. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a big exercise. And if you're bringing four or five dogs across and you can't get there – I can totally understand why. Perhaps they they bypass the Oaks and Derby this year. Mm. Hopefully, we'll get them back next year. But it does open it up for um, our participants, uh, really, to uh, to cash in on what mm. are what are long revered races on our calendar. And and whoever wins it will still be a Group Three Oaks or Derby winner. So, um, congratulations to to the ones who've qualified. But yeah, the heats. Um, uh, Probably uh, lacked a little bit of depth, but I'm sure these dogs will go on in the future as well.
1: Yeah, they were the Oaks Heats last week. We'll talk about the final and the preview. We had the Derby Heats as well. Let's check those results. Um, Came and went was uh, the winner of Heat number one, ran 30 and 36. So really good run, Uh, trained by Troy Murray. Gemtree Maximus ran second. Deadly Mumba thought he ran well third. And Black Cobra ran fourth. Now, came and went for me, Sean, he's starting to remind me a lot like major major Mm -hmm. the the kennel mate which won the derby for troy murray and went on to bigger and better things and and of course won the other night so he's just starting to remind me a bit of him and he's showing more speed these days and he's strong at the end so he's going to take some beating in the in the final
0: absolutely i think um everyone took up and everyone stood up and took notice of came and went on Thursday night. He went 30, 36, which is the fastest time at Mm. the moment conducted at Angle Park. I'm very wary to be labeling times at the moment. We've we've only had six race meetings at Angle Park on the new circuit, but 30, 36, he brought that time down by 0.11 of a second and rushes. uh, uh, And it was another dog who jointly held it, but Mm. um, as a grade six dog progressing, that's a fantastic effort. Mm. And he took a massive jump, for his PB from the week before. Uh, Gemtree Maximus was very short in the market. And to be fair, he probably needs to lead to win yep. at this stage. I know Paul Raymond's working really hard on, on him, and I know he had that setback a few months ago. Mm. Uh, he wasn't able to lead. I still ran a good race to run mm. second. And I think this was the strongest heat. So I'd be yeah. looking at um, those two for the finals main players uh, as you mentioned, Deadly member for the Rasmussen's continues to race well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Came and went, basically did everything right, led all the way. He's going to be hard to beat in the final. heat. number two was won by Arby's Roger. This was a funny race. Bazman got out with a huge lead. Now, the winner, Arby's Roger, ran 30 and 94. Uh, Bazman led. Arby's Roger ran him down. Uh, hiring ran well. I think Mally Magic started favourite. Not sure whether Box 1 was his sort of uh, sort of position to be in, but... I wouldn't be totally ruling him out, Valley Magic, on what we saw last week. He could easily improve in that final. He could easily win the Derby. There's no doubt about it. Um, I thought, as you said, Sean, probably a weaker heat, this one. But yeah. Arby's Roger was still able to get the job done and did it well. Yeah, most definitely for
0: Penny Sargent. So mm. terrific that uh, a few new names are yeah. winning races on, a, on our Metro meetings. Uh, yeah, he did a great job. Um, he drew box eight, and he, you know... Soon afterwards, he landed second because mm. a bit of trouble on the first turn. He got himself up into second spot and was able to chase down Bassman, who opened up a big lead. Bassman won the champion puppy final at mm. Gore and beat came and went. So it was a good effort to chase down Bassman, who was a feature race winner. Hiring was a good run. As you mentioned, Mally Magic. We, uh, Mally Magic, he was scratched from, uh, I'm trying to think, the produce, yeah. I think, um, when he'd won went to the semifinal. So... Mm. Uh, they've worked hard to get him back first up, box one. Definitely there'll be improvement mm. from him. And, and pretty much for, their, for the Rasmussen's, I think he just had to qualify, mm. and you should see some improvement in the final. So, like you, I wouldn't be putting a line through him on that performance at all.
1: Yeah, they were the Derby and Oak seats last week. There's a lot of good racing coming up, Sean, in the coming weeks. We, we've got a real thrill of what's going to be happening coming up. We've got the, the All Stars taking on the South Australian Greyhounds. That's in a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, uh, Thursday week. Yep. It will be.
0: Uh, So this is the series that we run, match race series that we run prior to the Adelaide Cup heats.
1: The winner gets into the Adelaide Cup. The winner gets into
0: the Adelaide Cup final. Um, Last year, Catch the Thief was able to achieve that. Mm -hmm. The year before, Hooked on Scotch also did it. And we've had to change the series um, due to COVID. Mm. Uh, Last year, it was purely SA trained. The year before, it was SA versus Vic. This year, it's South Australia versus the All-Stars. And Mm. the All-Stars is... every state in Australia, because with COVID regulations, borders open, borders closed, yep. we wanted to give um, whoever was able to come to South mm. Australia, come, mm. please come if you can get here. Mm. So we wanted to open it up. We we think it's a really good format in mm. a lead up to our series. Uh, and the South Australian dogs, um, no matter who represents South Australia, they'll do a wonderful job, but there are some big names um, targeting this series and We would hope that the likes of Aston Rupee, which is, uh, for Glenn Rounds, Mm. you know, the fastest dog in Australia. um,
1: Well, uh, it's the new favourite. The Tab have got an all-in sort of betting uh, going at the moment on the Adelaide Cup, Um, obviously pre-race, of course, but... Um, Aston Rupee's the new favorite. Tommy Shelby's name's been floated around.
0: He has. Steve Withers has, has uh, flagged his interest uh, early on in the piece. He's very keen to get to Adelaide. He'll definitely be here for the Adelaide Cup, all going well. But with Steve, he puts Tommy Shelby first in everything that he does. Mm-hmm. So he's a, a day-to-day proposition as to, um, whether he's here for the match race or he's here for the Adelaide Cup heats heat themselves. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're fingers crossed we get to see him. Uh, he's a, a, a wonderful dog, and mm. South Australian participants would love to see him at Angle Park as often as possible. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely um, coming, uh, but whether it will be uh, Thursday week or um, the week after, mm. we'll just wait and see. But it would be a wonderful lineup if we had uh, Aston Rupee, Tommy Shelby, a, a couple of interstate flavor uh, against the best of South Australia. It's a, it's a wonderful night, the match races, a great promotion for the sport. Mm. We'll do the inside the boxes again. We'll do, you know, the SA versus the green and gold, if you like, of Australia. So yep. we, we we really try to promote it as a, a great um, event leading up. And, of course, the, the trigger point there is the winner gets straight into the Adelaide Cup. Yeah. The Adelaide Cup's worth $100,000 this year. Wow. So no million-dollar chase on. No. No. Um, So we've got clean air for our series. So we're really hopeful that we get some interstaters across. But whoever comes, we'd be very thankful that they do come. Mm. Uh, But also the SA Dogs have a great opportunity to, uh, to, you know, to earn some of that money as well.
1: And we're 23 days away from the Adelaide Cup. Now, we've seen a fair bit of this on social media at the moment. Tickets have to be pre-purchased, don't they?
0: Yeah, they do. I mean, Mm. it's it's really important in this environment that we – we lock people in mm. what we don't want to have is, uh, you know, people sort of say, yeah, we're coming, we're coming. Mm. Uh, and they decide not to come. Um, we want to lock people in really. So we know who's coming. Also we know who's going to be on course. Yep. So we've got regulations to meet. Uh, we're very thankful. We're allowed to have, um, patrons mm. on course for our feature races. Other States don't have that opportunity. Mm. So, we're just trying to make sure that that all occurs. So yeah, purchase the tickets, get onto the GRSA website, book
1: early. Um, and general admission are free.
0: Yeah, that's that is that's correct. Yep. Yeah, general
1: admission are free, but you've still got to go online and you've still got to put in your your purchase tickets as far as how many people are going to be going because that's yep. what you'll have to show on the day. So you will, yeah. Mm.
0: Um, it's it's it'll be one not to miss. The Adelaide Cup mm. um, Tim. You've called yeah. a, a number of them. Mm. It's all it's all wonderful night. A champion's name is written into the history books, and uh, you know we you haven't been let down the last no, two we, years. We've we,
1: ha- we've had Golden Knight run down, <laughs> yeah. catch the thief, and we've had, uh, as you know, Hooked on Scotch run down some fantastic greyhounds and the likes of Seneki and um, and Whiskey Riot. Absolutely, so, mm. uh,
0: it never lets us down. This year mm. will be no different. Uh, there's, there's no guarantees in greyhound racing. So um, mm. if we can get some of the best dogs in Australia, we'd be wrapped. They still have to go through the process and mm. when group ones are not given away.
1: No. And that's Friday the 8th of October. It's uh, daylight saving too. So it should be a ripper of a night there at Angle Park. Get Most online at uh, www.grsa.com.au and book your tickets. That's been the, uh, the week in review. That's thanks to the uh, Fresh Pet Food Co. Look them up online, freshpetfoodco.com.au. The preview. Okay, the preview this week is brought to us by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. As always, gamble responsibly. Big night coming up tomorrow night, Sean. It's going to be a beauty. Uh, Always is Derby and Oaks night. The support program around it is sensational. The first race time to go at 6.37 local time. Last of 12 due at 10.24, and we're going to get some superb weather tomorrow as well. 26 degrees, I'm told, in South Australia, so it should be a ripper of a night. Let's look at the Oaks. Uh, race number six, and this is the field. Zipping decoy at this stage is out, Sean.
0: Yeah, that's right. Really, really disappointing for Ed Burrett. Um, I actually spoke to him this morning. Uh, she uh, she woke up with a limp yesterday, took her to the vet, Um, she's got a sprained toe, Mm -hmm. um, really feeling for him. He drew the, drew the red in a, in a group three, $25,000 final Won the heat, Mm. so really feeling for him. But yeah, dipping decoy will be uh, a scratching uh, for the race. It's officially out. So really unfortunate, uh, Queen Redeem comes in? Well, Queen Redeem will be in, but obviously it depends on if there's another scratching as to what boxes they come from. Yep. Uh, But definitely uh, zipping decoys out. So Mm. um, condolences to Ed. No doubt, though, the way she performed in the heat, Mm. uh, it'll get her right and uh, she'll be winning races for him.
1: Definitely so. Springvale Maddie's come up with box two. Mally Dreamer is in three. Don't Tell Lies for Lauren Harris in four. Spring Agatha in five for Greg Board. Six, She's a Hot Shot, Troy Murray. Seven born to rule for Ray Fewings. Number eight Zinfandel Nikki for Gav Harris, and the reserves are Queen Redeem and Flying Pat. So, I think what we saw of the heats, um, she's a hot shot. Probably going to start favourite. I would have thought after what she did last week, but I'm giving huge respect here to the the yellow and the pink. I've got Spring Agatha right in the mix here. I love what I saw of her last week, and. Um, I'll be tipping her slightly ahead of she's a hot shot. And Zinfandel Nikki's probably got her box. Box number eight suits her. Tim, a
0: lot of people have said that you're a terrific judge and <laughs> that you've just proven it again because I'm feeling the exact same way. Mm. I think uh, she's a hot shot. Showed uh, with her electric early speed that um, she'll probably lead this field and she'll start favourite. Um, mm. And over the 530 metres, she showed that. Um, she can hang on and the 530 metres, there's no problems with dogs with high speed when they lead and it's up to everyone else to chase them down. But there are two pretty special greyhounds I feel based around mm. what we saw in the heats that have the ability, so long as they're close enough. Yep. So spring Agatha, as you mentioned, Greg bought out of the five. I think that she will be able to get a decent run across. Mm. And so long as she's no further back than midfield, she will be extremely hard to hold out over the concluding stages. Mm. Uh, Zinfinel Nikki. I think box eight will suit her, and she might actually get a good um, drag across. With she's a hot shot, if she can begin out mm. wide, and again she can stay a little bit wide around that first corner and hold her speed. She can also sit maybe midfield, mm. and then really get get into her work late. Um, I do think though that she's a hot shot. I'm going to lean towards her a little bit more, mm. only because I think she just looks the leader yep. on paper, and the others will need a little bit of luck to be close enough. So I'm going to lean just the other way. Yep. I'm going to look that she's a hot shot. It's going to lead and hang on. Uh, you know, there's certainly, to be fair, zipping decoy would have been right in the mm. mix had had she been in in the field. But
1: I think Mally Dream is probably the best ruffie in the race. I yeah, think she's got a chance here.
0: Uh, progressing well. Mm. So uh, again, they're going to need a little bit of luck because yeah. I, I can't see them being up on speed. No. Uh, and and that's why I think just the, cl- the class edge that these are these other three have shown will mm. probably progress them further in the race. But definitely if there's a blowout, Mally Dreamer and the Rasmussens, Tim, like yeah. they are having a wonderful God, couple of years. They've mm. been going fantastically well. And feature races, we always used to say it was Cam um, Butcher, Ben Rawlings, mm. they have their runs. Mm. And Rasm- the Rasmussens are having a wonderful run at the moment. So... Um, be hard to hold out, but I'm, I'll am i be leaning towards the favour in this race. She's a hot shot for Troy Murray.
1: Yep, she's a hot shot for you. Spring Agatha for me, giving Zinfandel Nikki a big chance as well. That looks a great race. Race six on the card. Race number eight, the Derby. Cayman Wentz come up with box number one. So, boy, he's going to start short, I would have thought. Arby's Roger in the two. Three, Gemtree Maximus. Four is Mally Magic. Five is Black Cobra. Six, Deadly Mamba. Seven is hiring and number eight is Bazman who flew the lids early last start. The reserves of spring Harbor in Kenya razor. Well, when you look at the Derby field and came went to come up with box number one and what he did last week, he jumps like he did last week in Leeds. I I just can't see anything in the race running him down.
0: No, I agree with you, Tim. I looked through this field and I looked for perhaps someone who's going to be able to get a good run and be able to run home over the top of them. Mm. And if, if, if either came and went and Gemtree Maximus are in front, mm. I just don't know if anything's going to be able to to get past them. No. Based on what we saw last week. I think the first, um, well, to the winning post, the first occasion will dictate, I think, the winner. If Gemtree Maximus, he's an electric dog out of the boxes. And mm. at Murray Bridge, he's shown how, how electric he is. He does have a good, nice run, long run to the first turn uh, over yeah, the 530 mm-hmm. metres. Mm-hmm. So he can build momentum. If he can... If he can uh, ping the lids and get that momentum up, he could cross Cayman Went. Mm. The the thing about Cayman Went, I don't think Cayman Went's a, a lead dog. I think mm. he he can come from behind. Mm. He's shown that he can run home prior to his last two wins, which means that if he leads, mm. I don't think anything can run past him. Yeah. But even if he sits second, I think he's a big player. So to me, it's it's really the first two in the market. And to be fair, the, the other um, greyhounds, which has been. Great for them to to make a group three final. I think they're running for third, but I have huge respect for Mali Magic, yeah. as we mentioned earlier, that I think he'll improve from his first up run. Box four will be better for him mm. and there will be high speed in the race. So he'll be able to get a spot early. So I'd be huge respect for Mali Magic. I'd be leaning towards came and went. Uh, Was that the way you were going?
1: Yeah, I'm sort of leading to came and went to lead. I think he might hold them here. Gemtree Maximus. I had Mally Magic in his second. Uh, I think he will improve on that run. I think drawn off the inside suits him. Um, Gemtree Maximus, I would have him for third. And and Deadly Mamba, I think, can fill a top four spot as well. But as I said before, I think came and went's got a lot of major, major about him. So um, I reckon that uh, the Murray team uh, can get a double on on the derby. They had, of course, had it last year. So... Yeah, that would be a huge night
0: for them, wouldn't it? Yeah, Again. and of
1: course, we know what happened last year. Major Major performed so well. And yep. uh, of course, Golden Knight winning the Adelaide Cup. We're not predicting went would win no. the Adelaide <laughs> Cup. But uh, nevertheless, he looks hard to beat in the derby. It's a fantastic program. Uh, there's another couple of good races on the program, Sean. Race number four is a beauty. Stout Manelli Threaten, Rushes, Jacks Whirl and Shadow Miss. That is a beauty. Absolutely.
0: We're very fortunate that we're able to put this race together. Um, as a teaser for the match races and Adelaide Mm. Cup. Uh, A lot of these dogs will be looking at the match race and obviously our Adelaide Cup series. It's uh, Stout Manelli, couldn't have done any more for Tim Aloisi coming from WA. uh, Threatened, was a good placing last start. Rushes, we know he's the SA Sprint Champion. Jaxwell has been off the scene for a couple of months. Cam Butcher, he's a master trainer. We knew what he did with uh, Kurong Lucy mm. last year into the Adelaide Cup heat. So expect him to go well. And, and it's great to have Shadow Mist back in SA. Slightly disappointing first up uh, last week, but uh, the Rasmussens, I'm sure, will be uh, working very hard to get him right back to his brilliant best. And we know how much he loves the Angle Park circuit. So uh, really looking forward to that race. Uh, one race I'll throw to you, Tim, is yep. actually race one on the mm. program. Um Fantastic, Radley. And and should have just mentioned, Radley won the distance championship at Murray Bridge yes, as well. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, he's won. Dominant. One dominant. Mm. Ten races, I think ten in a row at mm. the bridge. Uh, he returns to Angle Park. Well, he's never been to Angle no. Park. He steps to the 595, clearly progressing towards yeah. 730 and how mouth that will be when we get mm. to the 730s. But, but the 595 – At the bridge, it's a great race to... uh, Sorry, at Angle Park, a great race to kick it off. Mm. Um, You know, it would be really interesting to see what he can do. Well,
1: exactly. You know, the punters may take him on. First look at Angle Park in a race condition. Now, he should be winning. But Victor Hayden, um, Barbados Express can ping and lead. Uh, I wouldn't take him on, but Mm. I think... He's he's beatable there tomorrow night. So yeah, uh, we'll see what unfolds with him. My best actually come up in race uh, seven, number eight, Fly for Tricks. I think it's a great race for Fly for Tricks, Sean. Race seven, number is my best. Uh, great to see him back in mm. SA as
0: well. Fly for Tricks for, for Jane McNichol. Looks Nichol. hard to beat. My best, Tim, is mm. race 11, number four, Aston Gypsy. I, actually, it's a really exciting race, um, but I think she's going to get the perfect run here. Uh, Kuron Cash, Shavano... High-speed dogs, they're going to be off and gone. But I just think that she's going to get a beautiful run. She was a really good second-last start um, uh, behind the good dog of Adam Rosses, which mm-hmm. is Spring Lilac. Spring Lilac, yeah. really mm-hmm. well. And uh, she Spring Lilac going terrific as well. Mm. But Aston Gypsy, I think she'll get a nice run. The run will come for her in the straight. And I reckon she could be... You know, five or six dollars yep. should so, be a good price. Yeah.
1: So you like race eleven, number four. I thought the anchor bet race seven, number eight, fly for tricks. It's a big night. Derby and Oaks night's always a great night. No doubt we'll get a good crowd out there with the weather too. So, yep. um, looking looking forward to seeing what unfolds there tomorrow night. That's been the preview. That's thanks to Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for each and every uh, Greyhound meeting. And all you need to do is get on Twitter, search at the Dogs SA, and get on board. The interview. Okay, the interview this week on the Dogcast is, of course, Gavin Harris is going to give us some of his time, and he's got a very big chance tomorrow night in the Oaks. Uh, Gav, good morning to you, and welcome to the Dogcast.
2: Good morning, yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, you've got Tim Edwards and Sean Matheson here. Um, Gav, you've got uh, a great chance in the Oaks tomorrow night, Zinfandel Nikki. Uh, look, let's talk about her heat run. She just didn't seem to like box one, did she?
2: Yeah, it was the first time she'd had box one and she's a dog that tends to want to get off a little bit as she comes out of boxes, and, but she rails hard once she gets to the corner. But uh, yeah, she managed to find trouble, cause her own trouble, mm. but uh, she came home strong. So yeah.
1: Yeah, she's got the pink tomorrow night. She's had two goes from the pink for a win and a second. Um, that must fill you with a little bit of confidence. There's a bit of speed drawn inside her too, so she might just get that clear passage.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with the box drawer and how uh, you know, long as she gets around that first corner without getting checked. Um, yeah, She's got a good chance, I think, yes.
1: Yeah, she's had 15 career starts so far, five wins, uh, four minor placings. Did she always show you the ability from day one that perhaps she could be a, an oak sort of greyhound?
2: Uh, yeah, we were pretty pleased with the way she started off her career and you know, she's run a good time at Gawler and uh, yeah, she's come to Angle Park and seems to like it. So yeah, no, we've always... Had high hopes for her, maybe you know, not necessarily in Oaks, but you know, knew she was going to be a reasonable sort of
1: pitch. Mm. How do you see the race unfolding? Have you had a good look at the field yet, Gaff?
2: Yeah I, I, yeah, I see there's a fair bit of early speed, and Troy Murray's dog, you know, uh, Hotshot, she's you know, going to be in the lead, and Springville Maddie, I think, will you know, jump out of box two pretty good. The mm. so one one's a good strong dog and showed you know, excellent performance. Her start mm. Angle Park, so yeah, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's good, good field, and yeah, it, there's lots of chances in it.
1: What's the plan if she wins the Oaks? What do you go with her next?
2: Oh, she's paid up for the um, Breeder Series, so she's actually nominated to go in the Preludes for that um, the following week, and uh, yeah, we probably aim the Brian Johnson yep. um, Breeder Series. Yep. Okay. Would
1: she go to something like a Gawler Cup?
2: Uh. Depending on the timing, and might mm. possibly look at it. Um, yeah, some pretty good dogs going around, though. And, uh, yeah, probably best to concentrate on the breeder series. Um, yep. But, yeah, if uh, the timing was right, we'd consider it, for sure. Huey yeah. yep. and Sarah Lee Barber, you know, part owner as well. So, mm. uh, we bred them together.
1: Yeah, you've been involved in greyhound racing for a while, Gav. Um, how many years in total now?
2: Uh, I think I first started racing in 2000, so it's like 21 years now. Yeah, yeah, it goes so faster. around doesn't it? for a while. Mm. Yes,
1: you've yeah. had you've had some good dogs along the way.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've um, had a lot of dogs that have been good stayers. I've mm. sort of mainly staying has been my main focus, and that's what I tend to breed for. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I enjoy the most: the staying races.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. That was my next question. Um, you, you've seemed to have a lot of good stays over the years. What sort of got you interested in stays?
2: Um, I well, I like I like the distance events. So I, I, I was fortunate enough to um, buy a, two bitches for five hundred dollars each, called Springvale Jinx and Springvale Lucy, yep. and uh, when they were puppies. And uh, one of them for five hundred dollars went on to win one hundred and forty eight thousand. The other one won forty eight thousand. They Wow. Springvale Jinx raced in twenty-one group finals throughout Australia, and Lucy won the last uh, two marathons ever held at Sandown. So mm-hmm. yeah, they were they were they were good dogs, and and Springvale Jinx, uh, her granddaughter was Luna Jinx, which mm-hmm. won a group one at you No know, Meadows.
1: What, what, I think Luna
2: Jinx won over two hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, two hundred sixty. I think uh, yeah, two hundred sixty thousand. I think yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she used to find trouble. If she didn't find as much trouble in races, she probably won a lot more. But uh, yeah, she managed to run up the backside of dogs.
1: And it's hard to find a dog for five hundred bucks these days.
2: <laughs> They're very, very. I was very lucky. Yeah, you know? mm. I think everyone's got a good luck story somewhere along the mm. line that's kept them interested in grounds. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think everyone would be throwing uh, money at your Gav if you could find one for five hundred and wins over a hundred k.
2: <laughs> yeah that's right yeah, um,
1: yeah it was, it was pretty you had, lucky you had another good dog win on well a young dog win on Monday night Springvale Max he looked pretty impressive I know he's only lightly raced but love the way he attacked the line
2: yeah he seemed to like the rail so yeah, yeah. he's got to build up a bit more stamina but um, his mother uh, obviously used to win a lot of staying races Springvale Bryn mm. and uh, and she I remember someone asking me about her early in the career and I said oh she's got some early speed but she lacks a bit of stamina and then she went on to Mainly be a stayer, so, uh, mm. yeah, I'm hoping Max will sort of develop the same way. Not not to be a stayer, but no. build a bit more stamina up, so he's stronger for the 5.30s. And yeah.
1: what, what can you tell the punters about Springvale Rex, a debutant in race two? Um, how do you think Rexy's going to go?
2: Yeah, he's, uh, he's Springvale Max's brother. Um, mm. He's been trialling quite well over the 3.42, and I gave him his first 5.30 on um Saturday trial and he went thirty one ten, but um, yeah, I think he'll um, break thirty one. But I believe there's other good debutants in that race, so you never know. It's a maiden race.
1: Yeah, you get those on a Thursday night. The odd maiden pop up, Sean. That's got a fair bit of talent in it.
2: Ah, oh, definitely yeah. for sure. Uh,
0: Gav, just um, two quick questions from me, I suppose. Just with uh, spring with um, Zinfandel Nikki out of uh, Zinfandel um Zara
2: Zara Zara. Mm
0: -hmm. um she she I know she had a very short uh racing career injury cut her career short but on potential was she one of those dogs that you just go geez I I wish I could have had a bit more time with her from a racing point of view
2: definitely yeah she was um she was showing a lot of ability early I think I um jumped her straight from winning a maiden in I don't know, the 60s or 80s or whatever times and started putting up against the Open Class Dogs in the um, New Year's Sprint and those sort of races. And she was able to beat the Open Class Dogs, you know, with, with very little experience. Um, so, yeah, we were we had high expectations for her. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, sure she, she hurt herself and um, we had to retire her. But um, the advantage was we bred from her at a very young age and, you know, fed two litters out of her and... Um, it was, it was Invidal Boris, you know, ran a fast time at, uh, which is Nikki's brother, ran a very fast time at and for having unfortunate circumstances. But, yep. um, yeah, she's been a good brood bitch. And we hope to, Stewie and Shirley have got her at their house. And um, next time she comes on season, we're planning to mate her again.
0: So, yeah, we're
2: okay. We're, um, quite keen about Zara.
0: Well, that that so, was a
2: Kieran Corby breed. Yeah, we bought her at the puppy auction.
0: Okay, um, yeah. Well, so it definitely looks like there's some some nice types coming through from her. And I, I suppose it would be remiss of me not to, uh, for you to put your Adelaide Greyhound Racing Club hat on, Gavin, just for a, a few minutes. Uh, um, and yeah. just talk about the angle part track, obviously, uh, with the support of um, the Adelaide Greyhound Racing Club and Greyhound Racing SA. We've been able to get uh, our circuit uh, back after four months of redevelopment, uh, a few new distances, uh, different cameras on the track. Uh, I'm I'm very mindful of making anyone making any sweeping statements around anything around the track, other than uh, the objective, which was to try to get back to racing, get a, a safer circuit as possible for the greyhounds, um, and mm. and just become, you know, a, a feature track across the country, which I, I think we've been able to achieve, and and very much appreciative of the support, obviously the AGRC. Did because having our metropolitan track off the scene for four months is is mm. not perfect in anyone's uh, sense.
2: No, no, I'm very excited about the track, and um, more and more I see it racing. I'm watching the dogs going around that first corner, and they seem to be getting around very well. You know that like, I had a dog get checked on Monday night, but she seemed to soon about a sweep around still, so they're not sort of being uh, run off as much. And, um, yeah, I think the dogs are getting around very well. The the track seems fast. Um, Mm. I reckon the average velocity of the dogs is higher. Um, The sweeping turns, the um, transitional turns, as they call it, seem to be safe. And the lighting looks good. The lure, lure... Excellent. Um, And a reverse the lure is fantastic. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, and the semaphore board looks great. Uh, You know, people are concerned their dogs are going to shy at the the light of the semaphore board, but only um, young dogs when they're first going around might do something like that. They used to shy at the finishing post the first time they go around, but they seem to be concentrating on the lure. So, no, I'm quite excited by it all, and I think the 342 is providing a a much um, cleaner start to the race. You know, they seemed to be able to jump Mm. out of the boxes and muster speed down the back without sort of, um, you know, getting knocked um, in in the middle of the field, you know, when the dogs converge. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm upbeat about it. actually. Yeah.
0: Well, that's terrific to hear because I mean, anyone, any of the people looking uh, through Sky Channel or coming back to Angle Park probably doesn't, doesn't look that much different really. Um, But Behind the scenes, there's an awful lot of work that's gone into it to to, to try and make it at the the highest possible level. Um, so, I mean, we're we're t- we're rapt to be back racing. We're rapt to hear those sort of mm. comments, Gavin, as well, from from you as a participant, and obviously yeah. through the AGRC. So, um, and we're happy that it's it's back and ready for our feature races, Tim. And it's going to yeah. be fantastic to get. Heaps of people on course, mm. and, uh, and we brought them closer to the action as well. We've moved the fence closer, yeah, that's great. so we can get a few people closer. So it's going to be fantastic, uh, and hopefully, Gavin, you've got a uh, you know you've got a high presence as this as this feature races go on.
2: It'd be nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see, yeah. But some, hopefully, it's some exciting dogs coming from interstate over for so the the Adelaide Cup and the match mm. races and things. So yeah,
1: yeah, lots to look forward Thanks to on. Yeah, best of luck Thursday yeah. night, Gav, uh, with Zinfandel Nikki, mate. Thanks very much, Tim. Okay. Thanks, Gavin. Gavin Harris here, our guest on the Dogcast. Symfondil, Nicky, perfectly boxed out there in Box 8. Sean, and, and you mentioned the track uh, getting people out there to see what's been done. I think people will notice a difference. I think the semaphore board yep. in the middle of the track is such an attraction for people who are there on course on, on nights like the Adelaide Cup. The markets are all out on the board, so you don't need a tote screen. It's all there in front of you. Um, I think I think it's superb so I think uh, I think people who do get there on Cup night on on October the 8th yep. uh, are going to really see a huge difference
0: yeah absolutely um, mm. looking forward to getting everyone out there it's got to be a fantastic race and as Gavin mentioned we've got some wonderful dogs appearing through the series but yeah summertime daylight saving no excuses not to uh, head on out uh, but it all starts tomorrow night yep. with the uh, the feature final so Get out there the sooner the better.
1: Yep, exactly right. Lots to look forward to over the coming weeks. That's been another edition of the Dogcast.